Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That was Devin screaming right there. Welcome back in, everybody. Rob Ellis, Devin Caney, WIP Mornings. See, I'm not going to say we're in for the morning show because Devin is a part of the morning show. Oh, right? Yeah, true. Okay, thank you. I was so just getting clarification. We kind of are. I guess you are, and Dan is. Yes, we are. Yeah. Thanks. thanks this is the s- acting morning show. But thanks for singling us out. <laughs> uh, okay. I just tried to be inclusive, and you just said, yeah, I know, sorry. I, yeah, I was I'm like, in. I'm like, yeah, I am, but you, you guys are. You just did that. You just said, I'm <laughs> in, but you guys aren't. So, okay, it's like that. Okay, good. Thanks, Devin. All right. Anyway. I'm sorry. It's early. That was not cool. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I'm kidding. All right. Time for the Twitter poll question of the day, sponsored by Armin Chevrolet. It's truck season at Armin, available 2.9% financing for up to 72 months of all new light duty Armin. Silverados. Love the Silverado. Together, let's drive to ArmandChevy.com. All right, here's the question. What are you most looking forward to in Philadelphia sports? And here are the choices. You have the Flyers' second half of the season, Joel Embiid possible return, Philly season, Eagles free agency slash draft. All right, if I had to ask you, Devin Caney, mm-hmm. what would be your answer on that one? Um. I don't know. It's a tough one. If I had to guess which one will win Philly season, because it's coming up the soonest, but I'm going to go with Embiid's return. I mean, mm. I feel like things are looking pretty bleak right now for the Sixers and just the the general outlook Sixers fans have, and rightly so, right? Like Embiid went out, you know, it's after season after season of, of second round exits. Um, the trade deadline day was just like a roller coaster of emotions because they signed Buddy Heald and then the uh, the rest of the moves kind of spell like rebuild and just wait for next season. Um, but this team, when you watch them, they look pretty good. And you also have to consider the other players outside of Embiid who are injured right now. Once Embiid and and I do think he will be back. Um, and and guys like Nick Batum and even Tobias Harris has been in and out are are back and fully healthy playing with guys who can shoot like Buddy Heald. I think the Sixers are going to be pretty good. I um I concur. Okay, yeah. I I agree, and I we are, I guarantee you we're in the minority here because for sure I, the first reaction usually is, I'm really going to depend on Embiid coming back for the millionth time. I and I understand these these criticisms. It's frustrating, so I get why people are kind of hopeless when it comes to the Sixers. I get it. Right, it's like a one-two punch. The first thing you get is the Embiid, and then yeah. the second thing is second round mm-hmm. because even when Embiid's been you know playing, they haven't gotten past second round. So I get it. But my pitch is this. Okay, I, I really like the Buddy Heald move. I think it's he's shown you in a very short period of time he's been here. It, it's something that really helped this team. It's something they really needed because he's a, he's a shooter. He spaces the floor. You have to stay committed to him. You can't get off of him and, and you know, whatever. But the having an option like Heald and Maxi, and then, again, this is a lot of ifs, but if you get Batum back, mm-hmm. you get Melton back, you get Harris back, it may be the best lineup that Embiid's had 
Uh, Ever? Since he's been with the Sixers. I mean, I guess you can make some arguments when Ben Simmons actually was an NBA player Mm -hmm. and they had J.J. Redick, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I think you could make arguments for sure. But I like the way this sets up. I also think the the upside to Embiid's injury is if he gets the knee right, he'll be well-rested and he's not going to be dragging like he usually is come playoff time. Right. Right. I totally agree with that. With I, I know that there's an argument to be made about, you know, I'm coming back and, and he will likely have to get back in, in shape. Um, but I hope he's still, you know, already doing some sort of light physical therapy, whatever, to get him healthy quick. But then that means that by the postseason, he's going to be at full strength and ready to go. Like that'll essentially be his, you know, preseason into regular season routine once again. Yeah. And I, I think, too, there's going to be two other things that are going to happen. Once they get back from the All-Star, I think the first game's Thursday, whatever. Mm. They get back from the All-Star break. Nick Nurse said he thinks he's going to get most of these other guys back. So they're going to have the opportunity to play together for, for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And then Embiid gets back. And this is all, you, you know, if everything's on course. He gets back and he gets about two weeks of knocking rust off and then playing with those guys. And they're, they're now they're accustomed. There's some chemistry there at mm-hmm. least a little bit. The other thing is they're under the radar. You know, for the first time in a while, like they're probably going to fall back to around the six or seven seed or somewhere in that neighborhood. And there's going to be like very low expectations, mm-hmm. I think, not only nationally but also from the city. And I think in that role, and I'm going to say it right now, Devin, they will get past the second round. Wow. Market. Count it. Save it. Mark Dan it, Wilson, Dan. save that audio. 6.25 a.m. on uh, February 19th. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I'm telling you right now, I, and the last thing, and, I, and I, I'm probably burying the lead, they have a real coach. Mm-hmm. There's no Doc yep. Rivers. This is a guy who, who will, I think, utilize these parts that he has in the best possible way and get the most you could possibly get out of this team. Mm-hmm. I think Nick Nurse has done a phenomenal job, and I think he's the real deal, and I think that's a big part. Doc Rivers had no ability to adjust. Mm-hmm. I don't want to turn it into a whole Doc thing, but I think Nick Nurse is just a really good coach who is going to help them get yeah. past that second round. I mean, you can see it already just in in how the players respond to Nick Nurse. I think he's a great coach. I think he's the perfect fit for the Sixers. I'm so glad that they went with him, and I, I totally agree with you. And look, even if it isn't – the second round they make it past the second round this season then the good news is they do have you know a lot of cast space going into next season and they can bring in a third star but I I'm not counting them out whatsoever and I thought that even since before Joel Embiid got injured of course but like since the start of the season I think a lot of people had just kind of given up on the Sixers and I get it like they break our hearts year (laughs) after year like I understand but I remember watching them the season first started being like they're pretty good. Yeah. This team's pretty good, and the vibes are good around them. I'm sorry I keep bringing up vibes, mm-hmm. but, like, this, the vibes around the Sixers were pretty bad. Oh, like, yeah. it was pretty clear that they were bad for a while, especially with Doc Rivers. I think Nick Nurse brings a new energy to this team, and he uses the players, including guys like Embiid and Maxi, you know, to their to their best availability and what yeah. they're able to do. So, um, yeah, I am not hopeless when it comes to the Sixers. Yeah, so, I, look, I'm, I'm really – I, I I agree. It's tough in terms of the poll question because there's a lot of choices, man. Eagles free agency, Philly season starting up, Flyers second half, and they've been a big surprise, mm-hmm. and you know the, the whole thing. I'm I am really looking forward to this, and we may need, look if a B can't come back, it's not going to happen. But I think he will come back. I'm really excited for the Sixers. I was say, is this prediction contingent on anything? Does Embiid need to be back? That's by the a only thing point? it's contingent on Embiid. Well, if yeah. Embiid comes Embiid. back, then I think they get out of the second round. And I think he will be back. 
Yeah, I do. So it's just by the playoffs. You don't need to see any build up to that at all. I think he'll get a couple weeks in. Yeah. Um, okay. where, where he can knock some rust off. But that's what I'm saying. Like I think it could actually work in the Sixers' favor and Embiid's favor, where if he comes back, knocks rust off for a few weeks to end the regular season, and then that way, by the time he goes into playoffs, he's at full strength. That's I that's what that I was asking. Yeah, like yeah, if he yeah, comes back like right as the then playoff he won't, starts, we won't yeah. get like exhausted Embiid, you know, with all like the load management stuff. Like he will be ready to go. That's kind of my biggest concern is that he comes back from this in shape. Like are we going to see him gassed in the playoff games? And can you really simulate that in an April game against the Nets or wh- whatever he's going to be ramping up? Yeah, in in a dream world, it's the way I just laid it out. He gets a couple of weeks where he's playing regular season games, uh, you know, and then. They can all kind of, mostly for his conditioning, but also where they can play together and in, in gain some cohesion. But, yeah, a lot has to happen, I grant mm-hmm. it. You know, but that's where I'm at. I, yeah. That is where I'm at. So we're discussing that first segment, if you're just hopping on, just waking up, and if you are, good for you, man. Sleep in, enjoy your day if you, if you have the day <laughs> off. Um, we were talking about the Phillies and Bryce Harper and the, the fact that and he didn't duck it. I mean, he acknowledged it, that he wants an extension. When you have eight years left, on your deal, that, that, move. that's a hard thing to stomach, <laughs> I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not like he's making a pittance. Like, he's doing pretty well. Fine. He signed a, thir- th- a 13 $330 million deal. Yeah. And he's five in, and now they're talking about an extension. And, and again, I don't know what the machinations are. Is it really, hey, we're not going to give you any more years, but we'll give you more per year. Is that really what the objective is for this thing? It, it's It's... When it's Scott Boris, you never quite know exactly, right. you know, what the, the objective is here. Yeah, I don't understand what the objective is because Harper says it's, you know, so he secures his future here in Philly because he wants to be here into his 40s. Right. And that's fair. But it's also hard to believe that that's the true objective. And you also have to wonder, you know, what other teammates like Alec Bohm, who just won his arbitration just to, to get $4 million <laughs> in salary <laughs> thinks of this when Bryce Harper is making 330 mil and uh, is asking for more. Well, in the other, again, I love him, but you've had pretty serious injuries, man. Like, yeah, I don't know that it works in your 40s. Right. I'm not sure what your late 30s are going to look like, quite frankly. You've right. had major reconstructive elbow surgery. There's been a lot of other stuff. Some things. Like he, who's to, it's a bold move to say, oh, I'll be able to play at full strength by the time I'm yeah, 40. Not everybody's Tom Brady yeah. or LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, in fact, very few are. I mean, mm-hmm. he is, you know, a, a superhuman, so maybe he can. But I would be a little bit worried about some of the wear and tear on the body that we've seen so far from Bryce Harper. Yeah, Only at, sure. you know, 30 years old. And he's been playing since he, I think he broke in the bigs when he was 19, right? He did, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he's got some mileage on him. There's some mileage. It's that's why it makes what LeBron's doing crazy that he came right in from high school, too. But mm-hmm. again, you know, there are some people that are just built a little bit differently. Uh, all right, let's go to David in Germantown to kick things off today. David, you're on 94 WIP. I get to kick off the show. Good morning. What's up, David? How are you? Well, I'm in day. Actually, I moved to Iowa, so Iowa? I'm in Germantown. Oh, whoa. The field of dreams. Yeah, he's like, whoa. Yeah, the field of dreams. What's, uh, <laughs> was that a, a work move? Would you, how'd you end up in Iowa? It was kind of work, and it was kind of like uh, just to create a new experience in my personal life. Okay, man. Good for you. Because the city of Philadelphia is violent. Now, you can live on the outskirts of Philadelphia, but the city of Philadelphia is violent. It's what? Vomit? Vi- violent. Oh, violent. Violent. <laughs> violent. Yeah, I hear you. How, how you like in Iowa? That's, like, that's a culture change right there, man. It's kind of calm. It's kind of calm. I can sleep with my door unlocked. Not open, but I can sleep with the door unlocked. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. So, you know, and basically it was like a job move, but 
I got you, man. I kind of like it out here, man. Good, good so, for you. Um, but thank you. But the move is hard when you do it by yourself, Dolo. Mm. Uh, but um, with that being said, I appreciate you guys for letting me start the show off on President's Day, which a lot of people are not working, and the streets are kind of clean. But um, with that being said, do you trust them beat? Like you, I heard you say you want to bring them back. Want to bring? Well, I mean, he's here. So, are you talking about? Do I trust him coming back from an injury? Right. In compar- in compar- yeah, in comparison to Bryce Harper. Oh, like Bryce uh, Harper wants to be committed here to Philly and renegotiate the contract. I'm much me, more. A- yeah, I'm much more physically worried about Embiid. Like, I, I don't think that you. That's why this window is like a two or three year thing for me because I don't think he gets past that physically beyond beyond that that scope of those years. Okay, now let me put D in the game. D. Now, with that being said, do you trust him to be in? Because you're a woman, and do you trust him to be in physical top, not top physical condition, but in playoff shape when he comes back after being out for like a week? And I mean, not a week, a month and a half. So no, but that's where I think it, it could actually work out because if he comes back, as we mentioned, you know what, with like three weeks, say on the regular season to get back in shape then that way he's at full strength by the time the postseason starts, which I think can work in his favor. He won't be, you know, that gassed Embiid that we watch play all regular season, and then by the playoffs he's he's gassed. All right, we can agree to disagree because I think he's going to be gassed. And I'll leave you on this point. Do you sign Hassan Redick or do you let him test the waters? And if you can bring in somebody, who would you bring in from that position? Because right. I'm thinking like Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack had a but great got- year. Yeah, yeah, you gotta he, pay somebody. He, he had know? a great year um, last year. Hey, David, listen, man. Uh, good talking to you. Congrats on the move. Uh, and we'll talk All to you right, soon. Thank man. you. Take care. Yeah, All right, I need an independently funded project. Can I get a donation? I'm gonna get a GoFundMe page. Yeah, oh, I can't do that. Good, like, yeah, right. Good, good effort there, David. Thanks. Right. <laughs> so do I. Who doesn't? Yeah. All right. Um, so he, he, here's the thing, Deb. I I don't. I've heard people throw the R word around quite a bit lately. Rebuild. Mm-hmm. This Eagles team is not rebuilding. I don't know how more. I, I can't say it more plainly. You have. You didn't fire Nick. If you're firing your coach, then you might go into a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is in the first year of a $250 million deal. This is the first year it really kicks in. Mm-hmm. You're not rebuilding. And if you're not rebuilding, you don't get rid of the best player on your defense. <laughs> the defense is already bad. That wants to be here. That wants to be here. Restructure Hassan Reddick. Get it done. Yeah. I don't want to be thinking about other options. I mean, I, of course, you want to add to that team. You have to add to the defense. But I don't want to look at someone in lieu of Hassan Reddick. I want Hassan Reddick back here. Th- like, this This is this is crazy talk to me. This oh, I absurd. totally agree. I Four totally years agree. In double-digit sacks. And, and since when did, you know, Hassan Reddick become the catalyst to whether we're rebuilding or not? When did rebuilding even get as an option on the table for the Philadelphia Eagles? It's I totally agree with you. They're not rebuilding. They need to re-sign Hassan Reddick. Um, if they do trade him, I would prefer they trade him for another player versus draft pick. Like, the people who I hear are like, oh, I'd be fine with the second-round pick for Hassan Reddick. What? What? Yeah, what no. are we talking about here? We already and, uh, don't barely have any talent on defense. Why not keep the best player that we have? I'm going to hope a second rounder, you know, develops. No, right. no. this guy's established. Yeah, because all of their defensive draft picks have really panned out I in know. the last few seasons. I, I, I don't want to take it. I know what he is. Like, I don't know what that person is that right. they, they may draft. And, I, look, I think a lot of the um, 
even though his numbers went down a little bit last year, he still had 11 sacks, but he's playing the first three games with a cast on, on his hand, which mm-hmm. I think is a big deal. And then we all know what chaos the last four or five games were right, I don't when the, with the Patricia switch. Right. So, like, to me, you get him with a real coordinator in Fangio, mm-hmm. okay, and you get him right back to where he was in 2022. Yep. It's pretty simple. Pretty simple. So, Howie Roseman, if you're listening, please just get it done. Yeah, this is not a thing. Like, I, I would love to hear from people who view this season as a rebuild. I, I think it's so far from a rebuild. It's anything but. They're not thinking that way. You shouldn't be thinking that way. Mm-hmm. And 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 the, the optics of what they have and what they are lay out that it's not that. This is not in any way. It's a retool, if you want to use that word, on the fly. Because yeah. you do have to do a lot defensively. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You do. But yeah. come on. But a complete rebuild is just like, like how did we go from a season that was Super Bowl or bust to all of a sudden, oh, you know, do we do they just rebuild and, and we, we look to two seasons from now? Yeah. Like, no, it also reminds me of, uh, when was it, the draft where they traded for A.J. Brown. I will, will never forget, ahead of that draft, the whole discussion was, you know, do they get Russell Wilson in right, a quarterback? Because right. there are still questions yeah. at, at who is going to be QB1 for the Eagles. And, and a Watson. lot of and right Deshaun Watson and you know thank goodness those guys didn't pan out but a lot of the counter arguments to bringing someone like Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson in was well why why would we want to pay a guy like that when the Eagles are are rebuilding like this this isn't this isn't the year and then draft night comes they also haven't hadn't made many moves in the offseason yet draft night comes boom they trade for AJ Brown boom they get Jordan Davis and all of a sudden it's like oh wow and then they go to the Super Bowl right so. I just this team doesn't rebuild. They're not even in a position where that's necessary. So I don't understand how it's become a, a common topic of conversation. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> like, so what are we doing here? Please, you want to jump in on that? 215-592-9494. We'll come back. We'll also introduce our side topic of the day as well. And I think it's very, very fitting coming off of what went down last night. So we'll dive into that. In addition to the Bryce Harper extension, you want to jump in on the quote-unquote rebuild that some people think uh, might be going on uh, with the Phil- with the Eagles. And also, yes, we have optimism for the Sixers. Yes, I know. I know. We're the ones. We're on the hill. Yeah, by, we're, we're, the and we're willing to, to die for it, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we'll come back. Devin, Rob, WIP Sports Time is 638.